says, For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. It says the creation is waiting. When shall God's people manifest? When shall they be revealed? Now let's read the, the following verse. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered. NIV, hear this, hear this statement. It says what? That the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage. In King James Version, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the what? Glorious liberty of the children of God. So the land that you see in the streets is supposed to go to God's people. Now, this was a prediction, a prophecy of the future. What shall happen in the later days? It says, and even the creation shall be liberated. Shall go to God's people. And the Bible said the creation is crying. When shall we be liberated? As long as you do nothing about it, you just be saying, oh, hey, people who don't even pray, they're doing well. What are you talking about? We need to get it back. Do you know what, do, do you know what happened with, do you know what happened with, with, um, with Isaac? The Bible says that all the wells, his father had wells. Maybe you may not understand this, but for a person from Botswana who understands this, to have a well of water in Botswana is a big testimony. So Abraham had wells of water and, and the Philistines took with them. And when they took the wells of water, which his father, Abraham, had, he had nothing. And the Bible says, and I want you to hear this statement. The Bible says, because he had nothing, he had no power. Are you understanding what I'm telling you? Because he had nothing, he had what? He could not even confront those people to say, I need the wells of my father. But the Bible says, when God spoke to him, that there shall be worthy transfer. The Bible says in Genesis 26, from verse 1, when there was drought, and God said, don't worry, you don't have to go to Egypt. Stay in the same place. Plant in the same place, and you shall become great in the same place. And the Bible says, he planted in the same place where there was drought, harvested a hundredfold, same year, for the Lord was with him. And then the Bible says, and he became worthy. Extremely worthy in verse 13 of uh, uh, from verse 12 to 13 of verse uh, of chapter 26. He became worthy, extremely worthy. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. In NIV, the man became rich, and his worth continued to grow until he became very worthy. I, are you understanding this statement? So worth the transfer. Now what happened? If you read from that chapter, now that he has resources, he went to confront people who took the wells of his father. Now you should read it. 
and he took back all the wells which his father had given him. Even the enemy who was fighting him, the Bible says, went to him and begged him to be a partner. These are men that Isaac was scared of. But because now he has money, they are scared of him. And they said, you have become more... Can you imagine? They told him, they said, you have become more powerful than us. They said, make a covenant that you will not attack us. Money. You know what Psalms 20 says? He says, let's go, let's go to Psalms 20. He says, when God gives you a breakthrough, he says, this, this is what will happen to us. May he send you help from, from the sanctuary and grant you support. Wait a minute. Let's just go to NLT. Okay, I want you to see here. The Bible says, may he send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you from Jerusalem. In verse 3, I love verse 3. It says, may he remember all your gifts. And look favorably on your bent offerings. Interlude. Verse 4. May he grant your heart's desires. And make all your plans succeed. What is this? Let's continue reading. May we, that's what we are looking for. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of a God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Now, can you imagine this? When we shall hear what God has done in your life, it says, may we rejoice, shout for joy when we hear what God has done for you. Did you what do you think Jesus Christ came here for? Just to die for you and to live in poverty? The Bible says that he died on the cross to set us free from sin. We thank God for that and we are redeemed. If you're not saved, you need Jesus. Be born again. You will not go to heaven without being born again. Period. Period. But that you were born again. The Bible says that he became poor so that through his poverty we may become rich. Am I talking to you? You will see people doing small businesses, like even a saloon becoming millionaires. You will see how people win tenders. Now, I told you, I said there are seven ways that God will use on worth transfer. How many? Number one, I told you what? There's going to be supernatural transfer. Things will be transferred supernaturally. You will not understand this. But how will you explain Abraham? He goes to Egypt, a poor man. And the following day, he's a rich man. The Bible says he was given anything he needed without working for it. Supernaturally. You'll be given contracts you never applied for, supernaturally. Projects you never thought will come to you. People you don't even know. There will be a supernatural encounter. Your name will be given somewhere without your knowledge. And you will receive a phone call. You will receive an email. Supernatural activities will happen. 
Marakika Rados. I'm telling you, you know what happened? You know what happened? When, when they saw the wife of Abraham, when the king saw the wife of Abraham, he's like, I, I, I'll get her as a wife. Now, the moment she arrived at the house of a king, everyone was sick, including the king himself. To stop the king from touching the wife. Even innocent people, were, all of them, became sick. At that point when he was sick, he didn't know. At that period when he was sick, he made an order. He said, um, Abraham, this one is your sister. I said, yes, my sister. He said, what do you want me to do for you? He said, I need the gold, I need the diamond, I need the silver. I said, give him, give him. By the time he was realizing in the morning that it's not actually the sister, it's, it's the husband. Given everything. Supernatural transfer. You will not understand it. I prophesy to you. Supernatural activities will begin to happen. Supernatural activities will begin to happen. You will not understand anything at all. Receive in the name of Jesus. And I'm seeing already, some of you, you'll be having meetings with the people you never thought you'd meet. Say supernatural. Say supernatural with transfer. God knows how to do this. In the Bible, we saw people who never thought. One of the people in the Bible who actually experienced this was Nehemiah. He woke up in the morning. He's saving. The king says, why are you so sad? He says, the gates of my country are destroyed. The king said, anything you want, I'll give it to you. What? Supernatural. From being a servant. He says, now, from now onwards, I'm giving you a letter, a diplomatic document that you use. No one will stop you along the journey. Am I talking to you? Someone says supernatural. That was not a natural thing that should happen. No any servant would actually go through that. Waking up in the morning, the man had resources, timber, everything, building materials, the whole thing he never worked for. Supernatural. You will be connected. You get emails. You, you get things you never thought about. This is a season. Am I talking to somebody here? And number two, we saw what? Divine distributions. What is divine distributions? Divine distributions. Things will be given to you that you do not understand. You begin to get your portions. The Bible says he allots their portions. There are portions you need to receive. Am I talking to you? Now, number three. What did we say? Three, God will give power to make worth. He will give what? God will give power to make worth. There is a special power God releases. There is a special anointing that God releases. Are you here? And this anointing, this power, when God gives you, you actually make money. Because what people lack is the power to make worth. God will give people power. Now this power 
This power, the word power, is the word ability to do work. The word power also means ability to cause changes. Let's go to scripture. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. The Bible says, so God gave them power. He gave special power to the people of Israel. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. In King James Version, it says, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get worth. God gives you what? Power to get worth. If you see the Jews all over the world, why they are rich, God said he gave them power to get worth. Just remember this. So if you see the Israelites, Jews, 99% of the real estate is controlled by Jews. Trust you me, they control almost everything in the world. The richest people in Russia are Jews. The richest people in Germany are Jews. In New York, they are Jews. In Santon, in South Africa, they are Jews. Because God gave them power to make money. And which most people in church don't have. And God said, when I am releasing this anointing, I will release with the power. I will give you power to make worth. Ever seen people saying, I touch this, it doesn't work. I try this, it doesn't work. I put my hand over this, it doesn't work. Because you did not have the power to make worth. But now God will give you power. Even if you touch something small, it will become big. You touch this to become big. You touch this to become big. Rindo sika pahate. Jakia Fahatos. Menkaria Mahando Hatos. May you receive this power now in the name of Jesus. If you have children at home, may your children receive this power as well. You will begin to make worth. There's a huge difference between money and worth. Between being rich and being worthy. Worth deals with the value. I prophesy. That you shall receive this power. You know, power is most needed. Now, so what is this power? What is this power? Now, let's go into the Bible. When God wanted anyone to be rich, he gave them power. God told Solomon that he would be rich. But God gave him power. He became a president. He became a king. If he never became a king, he would never be a billionaire. But God gave him power so that the power he gave him was leadership power. So he took over the power of leadership. He became the king. And through that, he became what? A billionaire. God did the same thing with the king Saul. He gave him power. David, God gave him power. Am I talking to you? Now, so, so what God will do 
he will begin to look for people who are working and give them powerful positions. He will begin to go into people who are doing business and begin to give them power in their businesses and put them on a position of power. They'll begin to control things and be in charge. So receive in the name of Jesus. Say it again. I receive in the name of Jesus. It's a power. power. Now let's go to another point. Wealthy individuals conversions. God will also pour out a revival on rich people. They'll begin to be born against. You didn't hear me. The simple way of making wealth transfer in heaven is to make rich people be born again. Many billionaires will begin to say, I've come to Jesus. God will do what he did with Cyrus, who was not a Jew. He never feared God, but God converted him. And he's the one who built the temple. In Jerusalem. For the people of Israel. There are people who are coming in church. Who are billionaires. And you will see them in church very soon. There's a worth transfer coming. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Tell the neighbor next to you. And say to them there is a, a supernatural way. That God has prepared for you. It is not by power nor by might. It is a supernatural way. God would do it supernaturally. Tell them again. There is a divine distribution. That is coming to your neighbor. Tell them properly. There is a divine distribution. You will be shocked. Are they hearing you? Tell them you will be shocked with what is about to happen. The church is moving forward. How can we have the Jesus nation if there will be no way to transfer? You need to understand that we, we cannot do anything if there is no money. God will put money in the hands of the saints. Money will change, will change hands. All right? I want to see something here. Can I give you another point? Yes. Yes. All right. So the other point, what God will use, he will use divine anointing. Say divine anointing. Divine. Now hear this. This divine anointing, I want you to put in blankets, real anointing. Say real anointing. Because hear this, so many fake anointings right now. Do you know the first sign that we shall know that Jesus is about to come? It is the coming of the fake anointing. People think of a beast. Are you crazy? Jesus actually said there will be fake anointing. I want you to see something here because you may be operating on a fake anointing. And wondering why things are not changing, it could be a fake anointing around you. Okay, let me just show you something. Let's go to the book of Matthews. All right? 
24, verse 3 to 5. Now, the Bible says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of your coming? Answer, hear this. What shall be what? What was the answer? Fake anointing. What shall be the signs of your coming and of the end of the world? Verse 4. What does Jesus say? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you. There is no other sign apart from this one. What is it? It says, For many. Now read louder together. One to the go read. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. The word Christ there is the word Chiro. C-H-I-R-O-L. Chiro. Which means anointing. And the word Chiro means to paint. To anoint in a way of painting. To smear. Mimshak. It is the word Chiro. Now Jesus said that people shall say, I am Christ. The word Christ does not mean Jesus. Please, no one should, should confuse you. The word Christ does not mean Jesus. He is known as Jesus Christ because the word Christ means the anointed. So it is Jesus the anointed. So Christ is not his surname. Until today, people think Christ was his surname. He has no surname, okay? He has no son. I'm like, in his passport, you'll find Jesus Christ. <laughs> he has no son. Okay? The word Christ means anointing. So, so, so what is Jesus saying? He says, many shall come and say, I am the anointing. What shall be the sign of your coming? Many people shall come. No, let's read the scripture. It says, and many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. That's it. The coming of fake anointing. That's why me, I never allow people, anyone, to lay a hand on my head. What is fake anointing? Well, do we mean pastors? No, anyone who you think I'm prayerful, I'm powerful, and nothing is happening around you. It's fake anointing. Let me show you something here. Because people are operating on fake anointing, and you need to walk out. If you're operating on a fake anointing, you need to walk out and receive the real anointing. Because the anointing that God will pour out shall be the anointing that shall make people become what God wants them to become. And people are operating on a fake anointing. Listen to this. Are you hearing me? People are operating on a what? Very fake. Jesus said, they shall put on fake anointing. Do you know what happened? When the disciples received the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 2, they began to speak in tongues. Yet, they were no, never called anointed. They were never. They were never. They only were called Christians years later. Imagine Jesus was born. Raised up, he was never called Christ until he became 30. He was only anointed 30 years later. 
He didn't hear me. And then he comes out. Then he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the spirit has anointed. Not the spirit anointed me when I was born. No. The word it has is what? Past participle. It is not a past tense. It's a past participle. It has just happened. When he was in the desert. He says, the spirit has anointed. Not the spirit anointed. No. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has. It just happened at the age of 30. He has anointed me. The spirit anointed him. Imagine the disciples spoke in tongues in Acts 2. Papa, papa, papa spoke in tongues and Peter preached and there was no anointing. The Bible says the, and the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Did you hear that? They were first called what? The word Christian means what? Young anointed. Christ anointed. Anointed. Christian, the young anointed. Years later, that's when they were called anointed. There's an anointing that God is going to pour. Not fake one. Let me show you something. Maybe you want, you want to say something? Yes. Okay, first John chapter 2, verse 18, and we'll jump to verse 27. Okay? Little children, it is the last time, as you have heard that the Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out of us, but they were not of us. For if they had been with us, they would not doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not of us. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. But you have an unction. The word unction there is the word charismata. Unction. Charismata. Which is the anointing. Charisma. Of the spirit. Unction. Charismata. But you have an unction. See there? You have an action from the Holy One. And you know all things. Verse 27. But the anointing which you have received of him abides in you. Now NIV. Give me NIV. I want you to see something here. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things. And, and as the anointing is real. Not counterfeit. The word used the word is real. What's opposite of real? What is the opposite of real? It's fake. Now, can you imagine the Bible saying they are anointing you, 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 the one you have is real? Meaning there were even others with the fake one. In verse 18, the Bible says they were with us and they left us because the anointing they have is fake. Because if the anointing was real, they could have stayed with us. <laughs> this is the anointing. The anointing of so the anointing can be fake. 
and you can be thinking you have anointing, yet it's, it's fake. So, what am I telling you? In the, in the phase of, in the phase of wealth transfer, God will release an anointing. This anointing, when it comes upon people, it will change these people. In the first Samuel chapter 10, the Bible says, And Samuel poured oil on Saul. And he said, Does, Has the Lord not anointed? Has the Lord not anointed you to be what? King over God's inheritance? But I, I like now what he says after the anointing. He says, When you live here, you will meet people. When you meet them, when they look at you, they will give you meat. Oh, you didn't hear me. He says, whosoever you meet, they'll give you something. The man got an anointing after the anointing came upon his head. You see, people think anointing is to do with ministry. But 99% of the word anointing in the Bible was used on when God was giving people power or prosperity. 99%. Yet people think anointing is for church, for pulpit. That's why we have got many powerful preachers who are poor and broke. Because they don't use the anointing for other things. They only use it for preaching. I'm telling you, I will never be broke. You tell me, you tell me, when anointing was involved in the life of Jehu, it was not for puppet. When the word anointing was involved on, on David, it wasn't for pulpit. When the word anointing was involved on King Saul, it was not for pulpit. In fact, these men had priests. David had a priest who he would actually go to inquire. He had a prophet. He would actually go to Nathan to inquire. It had nothing to do with pulpit. I'm not talking to you. Yes. The puppet men, you never hear them being anointed. I don't know where it happened, where people twisted the things. I don't know. The word anointing was not meant for preachers. It were, it were, actually, there were preachers who were anointing people. I'm not talking to you. So, the anointing people, they confuse within the, in the New Testament. It is charismata, which is of the gifts of the spirit. The word charismata is the anointing for the spirit. Then we have what is known as what? Dodome. Which is the anointing for wealth, power, influence, and leadership. I'm not talking to somebody here. But in the New Testament, until now, everybody just thinks the anointing is only for puppet. You need the anointing. I'm not talking to somebody here. The Bible says this one is not counterfeit. Does not dissolve. It does not finish. It is real. Even if you take a shower, it stays. Even if someone paints you black, it stays. Even if they put you on TV and talk about you, it stays.
it is not counterfeit. There's an anointing that God is releasing. Mm. This anointing is not for puppet. There's an anointing for worth transfer. You shall carry this anointing upon you. If you check the Bible, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The word preach, it means to convict. Imagine the primary thing first on the list were poor people. He says, I have the anointing first to convict the poor people. To tell them good news. I speak good news to you. We're about to make a prayer. This prayer that we're making tonight is that God do not pass me by. Listen to me. This is a season where God will make billionaires. Millionaires will be born. You'll be, you, you'll be, you'll be considered on positions you never thought. Some companies in the courts, they will be told to pay you millions. Don't say I've forgiven them. I know the Bible says forgive. No, it's worth the transfer. This message is for people who shall say unto God, I am your son. I am your daughter. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Holy Spirit. And I want to be part and parcel of what you're doing because I belong to you. I am your daughter. I am your child. This is a prophecy for the church, for a pure people, for a Jesus nation, for a people under God, a people under Jesus. I want you to make a prayer right this minute. First of all, I want to pray for your intentions, that your intentions must not be evil. Because if your intentions are evil, what will happen is God will, will also take away the little things you have and give us who are who have right intentions. So first thing, you need to pray and say, God, help me now change my mindset. I, I, I don't want to be rich for pride. I don't want to be rich for myself, for my glory. And if these riches will take me to sin, I don't want it. I want these riches to take me closer to you. I want this breakthrough to take me closer to you. I want my intentions to be pure. I want my finances to be used to support your kingdom. Raise your hands and make this prayer first. Make a prayer, make a prayer, make a prayer.